3: We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: It is The Jesse Kelly Show. hour of the jesse kelly show on an ask dr jesse friday remember i have almost three years of community college credit so i am basically a doctor at this point in time (laughs) look if you don't believe that you know freedom is not free maybe you need to learn some lessons about freedom and how it's not free all right before i get to the 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 question i teased saying somebody wants to know what God the communists worship, because I always I explain to people that communism is a religion. I'll get into that in a minute, but I wanted to, there's a couple emails that are kind of linked, and I want to address it because I get these a lot from, from young men who are thinking about careers in the military. First one says this. Dear El Sombrero, I find myself at a crossroads. I'm a 23-year-old former cop of the LAPD four-year stint there left me pretty disillusioned with the direction of law enforcement, especially after the 2020 BLM riots and consistent degradation of force, as you might say. When you describe the potential Army stud, I can't help but see myself. From a young age, it's always been my intention to fight for my country in whatever way possible. That being said, your interview with Dr. Wolf and the consistent rot from our military has given me doubts. To me, it sucks. I'm willing to die for this country, but I don't want to learn about white rage, and I don't want to get a jab that will explode my heart. What should I do? I want to play the long game and take the system on, because if you don't, that's how they win. Says I can say his name, his name is Cornelius. That's a really freaking cool name, by the way. Second email, same thing. Dear Jesse, I'm a 22-year-old young man. I swear it's a different guy. I enjoy listening to the show. I've taken almost four years of trade school, two years of diesel mechanics, starting my second year in welding. I have a question for you about joining the Marines. I'm anti-communist, and I think right now it might be a good time to join. What do you think? Says, P.S., I've been taking the men's vitality stack from chalk for about two months, and I feel great. A uh, quick side note on that. When I talk to you about chalk, C-H-O-Q, it makes me feel good. The, the, I talked to you about the male vitality stack. Remember, ladies, there's a female vitality stack. There's all kinds of different, all-natural U.S. manufacturing herbal supplements there. But I take the male vitality stack uh, just because they told me it would make you feel so good, and it does. I feel like I have so much daggone energy all the time. Don't get me wrong. I'm still a world-famous napper, top-five napper on the planet, but it makes me feel good. I, I see why they call it a male vitality stack. And remember if you go to chalk.com, c h o q.com, c h o q.com, you get 35% off anything in the store with the promo code JESSE. The entire store. c h o q.com promo code JESSE. Allow me to also recommend, I don't know I should figure out what they're called. I just the wife buys them from chalk so I don't know what they're called. There's a bag of like these dark chocolate like Cacao balls or something like that. The natural chocolate. Quit, Chris. Grow up. Cacao balls or something. She puts them in the smoothies she makes. They're really, really good for you and really good. So there you go. Male vitality stack. 20% increase in your testosterone in 90 days. Natural herbal supplements. Back to to this. I get these questions a lot now from young men. From 15, 16, 17-year-olds. From 20-year-olds, 25-year-olds. Jesse. I want to serve. Jesse, would you serve? Jesse, are you going to send your sons to serve? Jesse, and what I'm about to say is it's going to be very, very difficult. This is going to be m- maybe the most difficult thing I've ever said on the radio before because because I'm very, very torn. This is, this is what I mean by I'm very, very torn. Right now, in the military, all four branches and the Coast Guard, there are some tremendous young men and women serving who want to serve their country, who want to taste adventure, who are heroes. They probably don't know it yet, but really are heroes, meaning they're the the guys who win medals, Navy Cross, Medal of Honor. They're there. They are currently being pushed out and they're currently being surrounded by a bunch of communist filth, communist filth from the officer corps, and that's trickling down to now communist filth is flat out joining the military. My heart goes out to the stud right now listening to the sound of my voice who needs help. He needs reinforcement. And I want that guy to have help. And I don't want to be the one responsible for taking help away from that guy. For, I don't want to be the one responsible for telling a 23-year-old former LAPD cop don't do something else because that stud right now sitting in an infantry unit in 29 Palms, California, he needs you beside him, handling a weapon, looking out for him. He needs help. I know that. However, I have always promised that I will give you honesty. All right? Now, you know I'm a bad person, uh, but I'll give you honesty. My sons would never join at least if it was up to me. They're going to do what they want when they're 18. My sons will never join this military. Not the way it is now. Not unless there are drastic wholesale changes. And and I'll explain why. And this is the part that really, really hurts me. You and me. The only America we have ever known. It doesn't matter how old you are. I understand we have we have 97-year-olds who listen to the show. And we have 7-year-olds and everything in between. Doesn't matter how old you are, the only America you have ever known, ever, is an America where the U.S. military, no matter what else was going on, politics, ugliness, the military was always something we could hold up high and admire. Always. It was always that. It has always been that. That's all we've ever known. That's the only country I've ever known. It's not going to be that way for very much longer. It's changing so rapidly. And this is going to be, this is going to be such a change for, for your mind and my mind. It's going to take us a long time to get used to it. The way they're destroying this military from within, you can think I'm crazy. Within 10 years, when someone tells you, oh, I'm in the army, you'll probably roll your eyes. Don't believe me? Maybe you're sitting there saying, Jesse, that's not true. That's not true. Okay, 10 years ago, if I said the words, well, the letters, FBI to you, what would you have done? What would you have thought? Now, maybe you weren't a big fan, but you would never have rolled your eyes or sneered. But I know exactly what you did when I said FBI just now. You rolled your eyes and you sneered. That's just the truth. That's the truth. Yeah. You don't want to think that it's happening. I don't want to think that it's happening. But they are destroying it so quickly from the inside. It is becoming a place good men shouldn't be. It's becoming a place where good men, you're going to be treated like the enemy from within. You should see the emails I get from active duty people with the things they tell me. You know, one thing that hardly anybody's covering right now is the now open anti-white racism that takes place on bases now of people saying horrible things to white people, trashing white people in front of command and nothing happening to them. The military is turning into the average college campus and you don't ever want to think about it that way. And I don't want to think about it that way. Nevertheless, that's true. Chris, do you have that ad? Do you remember? This is not a parody. I played you that parody earlier courtesy of the Babylon Bee. This is not a parody. This is the central intelligence agency, the largest, most powerful spy agency in the world. This is a recruiting ad. This is what they're going for.
5: When I was 17, I quoted Zora Neale Hurston's How It Feels To Be Colored Me in my college application essay. The line that spoke to me stated simply, I am not tragically colored. There is no sorrow dammed up in my soul nor lurking behind my eyes. I do not mind at all. At 17, I had no idea what life would bring, but Sora's sentiment articulated so beautifully how I felt as a daughter of immigrants then and now. Nothing about me was or is tragic. I am perfectly made. I can wax eloquent on complex legal issues in English while also belting Guayaquil de mis amores in Spanish. I can change a diaper with one hand and console a crying toddler with the other. I am a woman of color. I am a mom. I am a cisgender millennial who's been diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder. I am intersectional, but my existence is not a box-checking exercise. I am a walking declaration, a woman whose inflection does not rise at the end of her sentences, suggesting that a question okay, has been okay. asked. Okay, we got it,
4: we got it. I know that was hard to hear. I know maybe you're even mad at me. And you know what? I understand if you're mad at me. You're, you can email me and yell at me. That's fine. Jesse at jessikellyshow.com. Because what I just said hurts. It hurts you to hear. It hurts me to say. If you're a young man out there right now. If, you know what? I, that's not true. I don't want to give advice to everybody. If my sons came to me and said what these two young men said to me. Hey, I'm a young man. Serve, want to serve. Want some direction. Want to fight for the country. But one, good for you. You're the people society's built on. You know what I would tell my sons? Go join a rural sheriff's department. Go join a fire department outside of one of these gigantic urban hellholes where you can still serve. You can be surrounded by other men who want to serve and protect. You can taste that adventure and danger. Yes, young men want to taste adventure and danger. Ladies, that's how they're built. You can still go serve in a more protected place. In a place you can always be proud of. Alright? Alright. Now what God do these communists worship? I call it a religion all the time. What is this God? I'll finally explain. Next. Miss something? There's a podcast. Get it on demand wherever podcasts are found. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly show. Ah, oh, it was a miserable morning. It was a miserable morning before I get to the communist stuff. So I just I have to get this off my chest. All right, I have to get this off my chest. The wife she's one of these fitness health freaks, right? The, the, you know, the, the gymnast. She was on the Canadian national team. And, oh, let's have extra kale tonight. Yeah, that kind of thing. That kind of thing. And She's gotten so into paddle boarding. You essentially stand up. If you don't know what it is, stand up on this big surfboard looking thing and you paddle around. If you're going to ask me if there's more to it than that. Nope. That's what it is. And she decided that she wanted me and the boys to try it. So this morning, 6 a.m., 6 a.m., we're up out of bed. Everyone's putting their stuff together. The boys are already giving me the eye of dad. Are we really doing this? And I said, Yeah, we're look. It's good exercise no matter what. You know, so let's go get some exercise in. And we load all these paddle boards into the car, and then and then this this big like kayak thing that I'm gonna use into the car because I didn't want a paddle board. It seems a little feminine. And we go down to the lake, and we all put our things into the water, and. It sucked. It did. It sucked, Chris. Chris said, why? Well, why would it be good? I'm on the water. It's hot and humid. I'm paddling around. Yes, Chris makes the fishing pole sign. Yes, if I was out there to catch fish or even drop dynamite and kill fish, that would be fun. Not that I would ever encourage such a behavior at all. In all seriousness, no, we weren't fishing. We were just paddling around and i wanted to like it for her sake i wanted to like it and to the boys credit they did end up liking it they were having fun even though they really just laid on their boards half the time daydreaming about things boys daydream about me i was out there for 10 minutes and i just kind of couldn't wrap my mind around why are we here what are we doing here no, Chris, I don't need a waterproof radio. There's nothing that, look, if I have to start adding in music or, you know what, let's be honest, I listen to the world famous Jesse Kelly show. What Chris, if I was listening to anything, if I had that, if I have to do that to make it enjoyable, then it's not an enjoyable task. That's like when people offer you some kind of gross food, like, Hey, try my Brussels sprouts to which I say, uh, Brussels sprouts are disgusting. And then they say, no, 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 no. You should have mine with bacon. Well, yeah, you added bacon to it. That doesn't make Brussels sprouts good because you add bacon to it. Just because you can play music and make a task somewhat less miserable doesn't make the task fun. I don't really even know why I shared all this with you. I just felt the need to get this off of my chest now, and now I feel good about it, Chris. Look, hey, at least this is something I know you'll sympathize with, Chris. I bought the stupid kayak. Now I'm stuck with it. Now, it's not like you can return it. What? What? You'll buy it? Oh, yeah, I'd love to get 10 cents on the dollar, which is what you'll offer me. Let's just say I'm never going into negotiations with you. I'll put it to you that way. Hi, Jesse. Longtime listener. If communism is is a religion, then what god do they worship? She said she would say Kali, the Hindu goddess of destruction. Ooh, that's creepy. She has four arms and bloodstained teeth and a necklace of skulls. She must be a redhead. Her worshipers are expected to make sacrifices. This may explain the need to get uh, abortions by the left. Didn't say I can say her name, so I won't. Okay, so what God do communists worship? Death and destruction. And I need that's that almost sounds like I'm just being glib. I really need you to understand something. What is one thing every single communist group you know, what is one thing they all have in common? universally, all of them, what is it? Bitterness. Can you name a a happy group? Have you ever been to a tea party, a Trump rally, something like that? Was that a down and out affair? Or did you sing and dance and laugh with people and cheer and woohoo? They're fun, right? They're fun. That's because you're surrounded with people like you, surrounded by people like you. Now, I want you to look at the base of what makes the American Communist Party the Democratic Party today. I want you to look at it. What what makes up their party? Okay, let's see. We have LGBTQ people who all believe they're somehow oppressed in this country. Have you ever seen a happy one of those? Seen any of those? Or we have feminists, easily the most bitter, miserable group of people on the planet. Or we have the... Black people who believe that they're still oppressed and compare themselves to slaves, even though it's 2022. We have the climate change people, and these people believe, these people believe that you and me, we are killing the entire planet and will be responsible for an apocalypse that they believe is right around the corner. Bitterness, misery, and death. That is their God. To which you might say, well, Jesse, that doesn't make sense. That's not a God. And I would say to you, maybe you haven't spent enough time around or spent much time studying people like uh, serial killers or career criminals or something like that. People have dreadful life experiences, oftentimes from a very, very early age. Abusive, horrendous parents, drug use, crime, crime. Misery, fear, just that, that is how people, uh, shockingly, that's how some people have lived their entire lives. And that can do things to your mind. Eventually, you crave hurting people. That's what you wake up and that's what you want to do. The communists, the communists wake up every single day and they want to destroy. It is what they worship. It's why they end up destroying everything. What do they want to destroy? Everything they believe everything is against them. Everything is evil. Everything is responsible for, for their miserable lot in life. And they want to burn it all down. And the wildest thing is this. They think they genuinely believe they are the good guys in this struggle. I look, you watched it not long ago with the COVID stuff. Oh, get that guy fired from his job. Cause he won't take the vaccine. I love old people just turning themselves into vile little animals, and they think they're the good guys. All right. Concealed carry weapons, climate change questions, and digital currency. What do I think about these things? Hang on.
1: Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind.
4: It is The Jesse Kelly Show, and remember, if you missed any part of the show, you can catch the whole thing on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. Somebody referenced in an email earlier an interview I did with Dr. Naomi Wolf, and now we're getting flooded with emails by saying, what's he talking about? I have to keep remembering that we have, by the grace of God, a bunch of new listeners to the show all the time. I did an extended interview on my TV show with Dr. Naomi Wolf. She is not some card-carrying conservative. She is a Democrat, lifelong Democrat. She voted for Joe Biden. She was the one who dug into the Pfizer documents. Remember, Pfizer, they were forced, well, the FDA was forced to release the Pfizer documents. The FDA originally said, "Um, you can have them in 75 years. I'm not making this up. And when they were challenged on that, they said, we don't have enough people to review them. Well, somebody went to, took them to court for that, and they were forced to start releasing these documents. Well, I don't know how to read Pfizer documents. You don't know how to read Pfizer documents. Dr. Naomi Wolf and her team of experts do. Somebody referenced that, that interview earlier, and me and Chris and Michael, we decided it'd probably be good to play a bit of that again, so I've got it split up into two different parts. Again, this is not me talking. This is not some card-carrying conservative talking. This is Dr. Naomi Wolf on what she found in the Pfizer docs.
6: They knew every single thing. These documents say FDA confidential at the bottom of many of them. And they they did not disclose to us. So some of the main headlines are um, Pfizer knew and the FDA knew a month after the rollout in November of 2020, that the vaccines did not work. They knew they had quote their words, waning efficacy or vaccine failure. Um, and they gave limited, if any, uh, protection. Well, you and I didn't know that until April of the following year, after millions of people had accepted two vaccines, thinking this is it, I'm done. I, you know, I'm protected because that's what we were told by the spokesmodels and by the um, the uh, government uh, employees, the government agencies, um, safe and effective. Our president said you know, you will be completely protected once you're vaccinated. They knew it wasn't true. Uh, and it wasn't until April of 2021 when a study came out of Israel showing waning efficacy. And then, oh, wow, I guess you need a booster. I guess you need six boosters, right? Ultimately, we found the CDC documents showing they planned for six different boosters long ago. But the FDA knew this um, six months before and did not tell us. Um, we weren't told that the mrna the lipid nanoparticles and the spike protein does not stay in the deltoid injection site even though every doctor every spokesperson claimed that it did i had doctors telling me when i said where does it go they said oh it stays in the deltoid of course not true pfizer knew and the fda knew that within 48 hours it goes right into your bloodstream And from there, it lodges in your liver. And again, many many children are having liver problems now. People are mystified. It goes into your liver. It goes into your adrenals, your lymph nodes. And if you're a woman, it goes into your ovaries um, and lodges there. They knew that. Um, Pfizer lost hundreds of of records of of adverse events. They stopped locating them. Uh, Pfizer knew that about four months after the rollout of the mass vaccination, there have been forty-two, more than 42,000 adverse events. Oh, more than 1,200 people died. And four of those people died on the day that they were injected. Four of those people died on the day that they were injected. Pfizer knew, oh, this one is one of my most distressing headlines, as a mother and as a stepmother, they knew in... May of 2021, that uh, 35 teenagers had had heart damage a week after having been injected with mRNA uh, vaccines. And they didn't tell us, uh, the FDA knew they didn't tell us. Uh, Millions of teens, including young adults that I love, as a result of the rollout and the EUA approval in June of 2021, Saying, go ahead, it's okay for teens, safe and effective. Um, they didn't tell parents till August of 2021 about myocardial. Um, so that was four months in which parents did not have informed consent and went ahead and got their minors injected, even though young adults and teenagers and children are at very little to no risk from COVID if they don't have serious comorbidities. Um, Pfizer, grief. oh, here's one. and and then I'll get to the babies, I have to get to the babies before you stop me, but uh, Moderna's dose, according to Pfizer documents, is 100 micrograms of these lipid nanoparticles, spike protein and mRNA. Um, Pfizer's dose for adults is 30, so less than a third the same amount. Pfizer knew that 100 micrograms was so dangerous and had so many more adverse events that they stopped it internally due to its reactogenicity, that's their word, but they didn't tell my mom who got the 100-microgram Moderna dose, they didn't tell anyone who got the the first and second Moderna dose that the, the amount was too high and that it was dangerous and maybe they shouldn't take the booster or they shouldn't take that second shot. They should wait and be observed. They did not tell anyone, but they knew it was too dangerous, and they dropped it internally.
4: I'm not done yet. I have at least another clip of that. I'm going to play you. I'm going to play it for you next segment because I know that's a lot to digest right now. Just... Bear with me. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you more of that. It's jaw dropping stuff, right? This is not stuff I knew. I, I mean, I'd heard this and heard that, but to hear that from the mouth of a doctor who studied all these documents, and she has this team of experts, nurses and doctors, uh, studying these documents with her. To hear that from the horse's mouth is that's a lot. But to get back to what I've been saying all along, people need to go to prison. People have to go to prison. Dear anti-com party chairman, Jesse the Lion Kelly. I like the lion, Chris. I like the lion. All right, anyway. Do yourself a favor and go ahead and disregard every email you've gotten suggested. Oh, I've been asking about a new concealed carry weapon. I have a Glock 19, which I love. I've always loved it. My sons are now good enough with it. Now I'm going to give it to my sons and get myself a new one. And because I'm a dude, I'm looking around. I'm tempted by all these. There's so many sweet weapons out there. And people keep suggesting SIG to me, and SIGs are sweet, but they're a lot of money, man. That's a lot of money. Anyway, the guy says, give those two fine young men your precious 19, head down to the gun shop, and buy a new Gen 5 19 and be done with it. He's talking about a Generation 5 Glock 19. While you're there, pick up a quality red dot and put that Mantis X to work. He says, I love mine. I won't list all the reasons because you already know the Mantis X. I keep telling you about Mantis X, man. Ask yourself if all those things will be true about whatever newfangled or two world wars have to say. Stick to what you know, brother. Let's be honest. little late in the game to be learning new tricks. I would carry a 19, but I'm not nine feet tall. (laughs) You know, that speaks to me. And I bet you that's exactly what I'll end up doing. I bet I'll end up going and getting another Glock 19. I, Chris, I trust what I know. I've always trusted what I know. I, you know, we, uh, we had to buy ASICs when we joined. The, when I joined the Marines. You had to buy a specific kind and color of ASIC running shoes, ASICs, because that's what they made you wear when you PT'd in boot camp, when you weren't in boots and utes and whatnot. I'm 40 years old now. I am many pounds and many years away from the Marine Corps. Do you want to know what running shoe I still wear? ASICs. And when my ASICs wear out, I run out. And I buy a new pair of Asics. Whenever I find something that works, that's what I use. I've told you before about the struggles I have at the house, how the wife will find some of my jeans with holes in it. And she'll throw it out before I can get home or her shirts with holes in it. I like the old ways. I like the things I know and the things I can trust. The guy probably nailed it. I'll probably just go get a Glock 19. All right. Climate change. Someone has a question about climate change and the digital dollar. That in another part of that Naomi Wolf interview. Next. What, Chris? We can make jokes. It's fine. You got that right. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Friday and ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Don't forget you can email me anytime, anything you want. Jesse at show.com. Jesse at show.com. Before I get to this climate change email, I promised you I'd play you another clip of my interview with Dr. Naomi Wolf. Remember, I have a TV show on every night on the first TV, 9 p.m. Eastern time. And I did a long interview with her. I've played it on here for you before, I think twice We still get a lot of requests for it. So I I already played you another clip. That was last segment. If you missed it, go download the podcast. Here's segment number two of my interview with Dr. Naomi Wolf.
6: Let me fast forward to really horrific, the most horrific headlines are the ones that have just come out in the last week or two from these volunteers. So I asked them to drill down into pregnancy and childbirth and lactation because I did the research and I share this with readers and the bodies of others showing that the CDC was saying safe and effective. The New York Times was saying safe and effective for pregnant women. But there were no studies, no studies showing that that was true. Well, the Pfizer document volunteers found that the claims that the vaccines were safe and effective for pregnant women was based on a study of 44 French rats that lasted for 42 days. Uh, There wasn't even enough time given these rats, these mother rats, to give birth and see if their baby rats were okay. They autopsied the fetuses, decided they were fine for human women and their babies. And then the people who ran this uh, study were doctors who were shareholders or employees of Pfizer and BioNTech. And BioNTech is the subsidiary that makes the Pfizer vaccines. Um, so, it's a totally conflicted study of forty-four French rats. In the internal documents, it shows that babies are getting sick and dying from vaccinated mothers. It shows that two hundred and seventy women, even though pregnant women were excluded from the trials, right? So, therefore, no basis on which to say they were safe and effective. Nonetheless, two hundred and seventy women got pregnant during the uh, during the, the period that they were being followed by Pfizer. Um, the records of 230 of those are gone. No one see, can find them. They are missing. But 36 pregnant women were followed. They gave birth, vaccinated women. 28 of those women lost their babies. Oh. 20 women, the babies died. It gets worse. Um, a, a An Israeli journalist named Etana Hecht looked at, at what the Pfizer volunteers were finding. And she pulled together uh, news articles from three different countries. The countries are Scotland, Canada, and Israel. And there is a baby die-off, and we now know why that's happening. Um, in Canada, in one province, Ontario, they usually have a baseline of five or six dead babies, you know, neonatal deaths. They in one three-month period after the province got heavily vaccinated, 86 babies died. So yeah. it was so bad that there was uh, testimony about this. In Scotland, where I used to live, it's an almost completely vaccinated country. In 2021, when everyone got vaccinated, they, the rate of fetal death, I'm sorry, newborn death, doubled. Twice as many newborns died. And in Haifa in Israel at Rambam Hospital, vaccinated mothers uh, had a stillbirth, spontaneous abortion, and miscarriage rate 34% above that of unvaccinated mothers.
4: Talk about tough to hear, right? Gosh, that is brutal. All right, all right. Enough, enough, enough. We got to get to an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Well, continue with our Ask Dr. Jesse Friday before we do that. You know, recently I uh, got robbed, got my car broken into, and then got a text yesterday from a friend. His, he lives in this tiny little town, this tiny little rural town. And there was a bank robbery, not in the bank, but in the parking lot of the, a bank in his tiny little town. Dude shows up, ski mask, gun, the works. And my friend is not, not, not the gun type, but he texts me, he says, Hey, man, it's scary, whatnot. And I texted him back, I said, Man, dude. I tell you about hero gun all the time. Oh, I'm not a gun guy. Hero gun's a non-lethal gun. You don't have that excuse. I happen to be a gun guy, but even if you're not a gun guy, it's a non-lethal gun. It shoots pepper balls. They're 100 miles per hour, and when they hit, it hurts. And when they explode, it creates this chemical pepper cloud. It's brutal. Or get the new hero arrow. It shoots little gel squirts, gel streams out there, pepper gel. Oh, It's brutal doesn't require a concealed carry permit. With the Hero Gun, it's got a laser sight. Anyone can use it. You point and squeeze. It'll save your life. If you run into a bad man in the parking lot today, can you make sure you're coming home alive? Can your wife, your husband, your daughter, mom? Go to Hero2020.com and use the code JESSE because that gets you a special discount. Hero2020.com, code JESSE. State restrictions may apply. Jesse, I've been hearing you talk about CO2 and all the climate change nonsense. They say cattle flatulence causes <laughs> They say cattle flatulence causes climate change. I want a climate change scientist to explain if that is true, how many how mammoth thoughts, how mammoth farts it took to warm us out of the ice age and how did the cavemen survive the smell? <laughs> <laughs> Keep up the good work and humor. Please use my name. His name is Brian. We get intimidated by titles. When we see scientist, doctor, we immediately think to ourselves, oh, that person, whew, so much smarter than me. Oh, man, they've got, they've got so much more knowledge. He's, he's probably read so many books, and I don't even like to read. I, I still read the comic section of the newspaper. I, I'm an idiot. He's doctor. He's doctor wingnut. But you don't realize Dr. Wingnut is actually light years, light years dumber than you'll ever be, specifically because of his education, where he was miseducated, and because of where his loyalties lie. You have all these, quote, climate change scientists out there. Let me ask you something. What kind of a market, money market, do you think there is? For a climate change scientist. Is there a lot of money in that? Well, not traditionally. They're not selling a product anyone wants to buy. They need government money. They need gigantic government grants, gigantic money from universities. Your climate change doctor, Wingnut, with 19 degrees from Harvard and Columbia. He's just in it for the money. And he knows the money, the dollars. They keep coming his way as long as he comes up with a, a brand new scientific study shows that if Patty farts five more times, the earth will melt. It's true. All of our, quote, smartest people, all of our experts now, because of our completely rotted out system, education system, political system, government system, because we have such a rotted out system, anyone the system tells you is an expert is likely somebody So much dumber than you, they should be institutionalized. And that's the truth. That is the truth. But don't bother trying to present with present them with facts. They know the facts. As dumb as they are, they can read, they don't care. They're trying to wreck us. All right, the digital dollar and more still to come on the Jesse Kelly Show.